0: The homilies or sermons contained in these podcasts were delivered by Deacon Joe Dietz, a permanent deacon serving at Christ the King Catholic Church in South Bend, Indiana, a parish of the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend. Each homily is preceded by a reading of the scripture upon which it was based. While the content is the same as the homily preached, it has been recreated for the quality of the podcast. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. King Herod heard about Jesus, for his fame had become widespread. And people were saying, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. That is why mighty powers are at work in him. Others were saying he is Elijah. Still others, he is a prophet like any of the prophets. But when Herod heard of it, he said, It is John whom I beheaded. He has been raised up. Herod was the one who had John arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip, whom he had married. John had said to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias harbored a grudge against him and wanted to kill him, but was unable to do so. Herod feared John, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man, and kept him in custody. When he heard him speak, he was very much perplexed, yet he liked to listen to him. Herodias had an opportunity one day when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his courtiers, his military officers, and the leading men of Galilee. His own daughter came in and performed a dance that delighted Herod and his guests. The king said to the girl, Ask me whatever you wish, and I will grant it to you. He even swore many things to her. I will grant you whatever you ask of me, even to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask for? Her mother replied, The head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried back to the king's presence and made her request. I want you to give me at once on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was deeply distressed, but because of his oaths and his guests, he did not wish to break his word to her. So he promptly dispatched an executioner with orders to bring back his head. He went off and beheaded him in the prison. He brought in the head on a platter and gave it to the girl. The girl, in turn, gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. The Gospel of the Lord. I have to admit that I found it a bit ironic that today we will bless the throats for the Feast of St. Blaise on a day when we read the Gospel account of the beheading of John the Baptist. And while this beheading did deal a severe blow to John's throat, it is not the sort of thing that we think of when we ask St. Blaise to intercede that we not suffer from throat illnesses. However, as I reflected on the diseases of the throat in light of today's Gospel, it occurred to me that while we probably think of such things as strap and other such physical maladies, there are other issues with a throat that we should also be mindful of. And this story of Herod gives us an example. For our throats hold our voice box and vocal cords, and along with our tongues are the origin of our speech, our spoken words. And quite frankly, when it comes to our pursuing virtue, living a righteous life, even our salvation itself, it is our speech that is a greater threat to our eternal life than any physical ailment. As we see in this gospel, it was Herod's words that got him into the trouble that he now lamented. For he was so captivated with his daughter's dance, which by the way suggests another area of sin that I won't tackle today, but he was so swept up in the moment that he committed publicly to giving her whatever she asked for of course never thinking that she would ask for such a horrific gift as the Baptist's head. But, having recklessly made this promise, he found himself trapped by his words, because, second fault, he valued the opinion of others in the room, his reputation, and his so-called word over the life of the innocent prophet. Which I find quite absurd for two reasons. The first being, what reputation did he think he was preserving? He was married to his brother's wife and lusting after his stepdaughter. His reputation wasn't exactly something to be proud of. Secondly, what would Herod have done if she had asked him to cut off his own hand and give it to her on a plate? Well, he would have recoiled at the idea, called her out for her barbarism, and condemned her request and acknowledged his error in making the promise in the first place, which is exactly what he should have done with her request for John the Baptist's head. But instead, he remained silent, and in order to save face and reputation, ordered her vile request to be carried out. My point being, while we certainly are not likely to be making decisions about the beheading of prisoners, we too must be careful that what we say or don't say reflects what we value and what we believe. Whether it be concerning abortion, capital punishment, euthanasia, or other sanctity of life issues, or simply avoiding gossip, negative humor, profanity, or other hurtful speech. And we, too, have to resist the urge to remain silent when we should speak for fear of the negative response of others, be they friends, relatives, or co-workers. So as we pray today for the intercession of St. Blaise, let us ask God not only to protect us from physical illness, but also to guard our speech against anything that would harm us or anyone else. That we too may say with confidence, The Lord is my helper, and I will not be afraid. He will never forsake or abandon me. Therefore, what can anyone do to us? For questions or comments on this homily, write to Deacon Joe 2017 at gmail.com.